This podcast is a part of the Friends for Dinner Network. Welcome back to the Christmas and Chill podcast. Today, we watched Happiest Season, a 2020 romantic comedy film directed by Claire Duvall from a screenplay written by Duvall and Mary Holland. With an ensemble cast consisting of Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Dan Levy, Mary Holland, Victor Garber and Mary Steenbergen, the film follows a woman who struggles to come out to her conservative parents while she and her girlfriend visit them during Christmas. Yo, 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 what up, my little chillers? Welcome back to the Christmas and... Oh, my God, that got... I don't know why I kept doing the voice. <laughs> Please, can we <laughs> start again? like a DJ. <laughs> yo, 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 Christmas and chill. It really doesn't match this movie at all. No, it doesn't. Can we start again? Because that was... A long time ago. This movie deserves a better... Yeah, it does. All right, all right, so... Um, we're going to edit this out. And by edit this, I mean leave it in. Um, <laughs> welcome. Our production value this right. year is great. Okay, let's, let's, we'll go again. All right, are we ready? <clears throat> All right. Yo, 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 what up, everybody? <laughs> welcome back to the Christmas and Chill podcast. What up? My name is your jazz DJ, Josh. What up? I'm your host. This Luke. There's Amy. Yo. And there's a little Maddie C. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What did you call me? <laughs> little Maddie C. Maddie C. Okay. <laughs> Hi, we do a Josh, podcast at Christmas. <laughs> you should have been a DJ, Josh. There's still should time. should have been a, a DJ on the radio. There's still time. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Christmas and Chill podcast. Um, it's fantastic to see you again. Uh, it's been a whole day. Oh, I've missed you so much. Um, welcome back. We're here with Luke, Amy, and Maddie. How are we, guys? Very good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, strong response. Strong response. You did wake me up after just saying yo, 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 yo. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I trying think, to... I think you pissed Maddie off by saying yo, 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 yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get some, you know, pep, pep into the podcast. Podcast with pep. pep. I'm not mad. Oh, no. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, you. Well, Josh is in the doghouse now. That's it. Well, yeah. So this <laughs> this week, um, oh, I keep today you this mean? week. And you said today, today day. before you said it's been a whole day. So well, it has been on, a whole Josh. day. But I'm so used to the last <laughs> failed podcast that we tried that it's burned into my brain. Um, Listeners, he's slowly spiraling. Slowly. Yo slowly yo yo! He was spiraling from the start because he didn't get it right. I really did. I really did. Wow. Amy's Roast got the roast back. Roasted. We need to. We roast. need to have like. I wish this was a video podcast so we could have like Amy's roast counter in the corner that just like gradually oh, increases yes. as the. Or just have a big on. like. Ding. Or just have like a big roast what button. A wasted opportunity. The There's thing still is, time. if people met me, they would not know. They they would not think that I was the roaster. So. Nah, man. <laughs> Nah, That's a title a you should roaster. have. Amy the Roaster Christofskis. That's it. 
Um, <laughs> this week, fuck, I did it again. Today, today, holy fuck. Today, today, we watched Happiest Season, um, which, which in some cases, um, happiest is is quite an ironic word. Um, but we'll we'll get across that. So so this movie is is I would say the newest movie on our list this year. Um, also newest movie that we've watched so far, I believe, across both seasons. Um, yeah, I think last so. Christmas was quite new, but I don't think it was as recent as this one. Um, so let's go around the room and just gauge everyone's opinions. Did you enjoy this film, Maddie? Yeah, I really love this film. Um, I thought it was heartbreaking when it needed to be and heartwarming when it needed to be and I thought it told a really important story um, that isn't really told a lot in media but is becoming more prevalent um, in our society, I guess, in our movies that we watch. So, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Luke? Did you enjoy the film? Yeah, I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite movie of all time. I found it a little in in some points I found it a little like slow, a little in a little boring for me personally. I'm not usually a big fan of you know these type of movies. But no, the acting was good. Um I liked a lot of the 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 characters and Dan Levy's character just it just it, it, he was a breath of fresh air cuz it, it did feel a little like too serious at points, but having him come in every so often just to break things up was really nice. But yeah, 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 I didn't mind it. Nice. What about you, Amy? Did you enjoy the film? Yes, I, I really enjoyed it. I actually um, think that it now might be my most favourite Christmas movie. Like, oh, wow. I enjoyed it that much. Mm. Better better than uh, Polar Express. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my God, that's a call. Holy, whoa. holy moly. That's Batman. a big call. Wow, that is a big. That's call. a massive call. We're gonna have to, We're gonna have to wait until that's we get a, to the end of the season. That's a Christmas and chill season two exclusive. Right. <laughs> Print that all over the newspapers. We're gonna have to wait until the big, end of the big, season to big find Instagram out. Instagram story. Amy likes this movie better than last one. She's correct. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you've gone from kids that look like they should be in a river to actually <laughs> nice characters. <laughs> Polar Express, it looks like they've been been floating in the river for too long. (laughs) Decomposing. Oh, that's very funny. Not to say it was a bad movie, but still. (laughs) We we lost Nanny. That's it, she's gone now. I think my roast was too big. <laughs> Too much of a roast. This is funny because I hate that movie. <laughs> Excuse me, oh. I'm professional. Oh. Um, I, yeah, I think I think this movie, um, is really good. I like what Maddie said. It it has some things that we don't really see very much at all, really, in in cinema, and I and I think it's um really good, and I'm I'm really glad that um it was made and that. It's the film's starting to progress to include um, homosexuality and all that stuff, and especially also um, lesbians as well, because I feel like um, gay men get showed a lot more than what the girls do. So I think that's also another really good mm. thing. Yeah, nice. 
Yeah, I, look, I, I, I also really enjoy this movie. I think... I was saying to Maddie before, I think that I've realised my favourite type of Christmas movies are those based in realism, as opposed to those with the magical mm. elements. I think that... I don't know whether it's because I'm getting older and more cynical, but I think that I find that those that are based in, in realism and have less... Um, of that Christmas magic but more about the family aspect I think those are the ones that I think I enjoy more than the the Santa mystery ones but yeah alright well, I'm sure we'll break that down so so I guess my next question is how Christmassy is this film Luke I'll go with you first I thought it was quite Christmassy I think it the normally we and we talked about this last week Oh, not last week. Last yesterday. What am I saying? Even I'm. I'm now. I'm <laughs> See, it's not Josh, easy, is it? It's those, not easy. I'm getting those bloody Josh vibes. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. My, I, you know, need to get a new set of glasses or something so I can read. Um, <laughs> I don't know. After that zinger, all of my energy has just disappeared. Yeah, fair. Just um, clock off now, mate. <laughs> yeah, we'll no, become I... a Maddie and Amy podcast. <laughs> Coming next season. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, as uh, Batman Returns was a movie that dealt with a lot of themes about family and not having a family. In this film, it was more of a... Ex- it's talking about family, but not in the sense of, like, how much do they love me? It's, like, where do I sit within a family dynamic? Which a lot of movies, if they do have that, they tend to not really jump on it too much. Um, and for me, like, to have someone like Kristen Stewart's character who has a reason to dislike Christmas because it's a very negative time for her, and she's in her own kind of mind... And then her girlfriend, who is also having her own problems, but it's not really, you know, relayed until later in the movie, um, I thought was, you know, they bring forth a lot of the um, the family elements of Christmas by bringing people together, but to f- filter out all the, the negative aspects of their, hmm. you know, family dynamic. And then, you know, when it hits Christmas, they're all happy and they're actually enjoying each other's company and, you know... Um, I thought was, that that bit was quite nice how they dealt yeah. with Christmas. It was done in a different way nice. than some of the Christmas movies that have similar dynamics, like say Four Seasons. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, what about you, Amy? How Christmassy do you think this film was? I think it was um, actually very Christmassy with the with like the lights and the music and everything. I also think it. Um, fit with the story as well. Like it kind of gave um, them a reason to go to the family and like for it to come about and come out and everything because like I feel like, I mean, I guess you could say maybe you could put it at other times, but I think with the with how the story is, I think it really fits well with Christmas because it gives them a reason to go home and um, her to come out to the family. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, Mads? Um, opposed to like some of the others we've watched, I think this is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I think the others can be set at Christmas, but this is a Christmas movie. It's about dealing with the themes of family at Christmas and the drama that can happen at Christmas time and everything like that. Um, yeah, on Luke's point, I slightly disagree. I think it's similar to what the Penguin went through in Batman, just because, like, obviously she's lost her family, but... 
to to her Harper is her family, and she wants to propose and make her her family. And so yeah, that's true. I think that was an element of it that was you know good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, trying to find. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I think I I think the the most realistic part of Christmas was definitely displayed in this, and that's the idea of a dysfunctional family. Mm. Um. You know, because I think everyone tries to, you know, especially when you see relatives you haven't seen in forever, you know, you try and portray that you've have got this perfect life and that, you know, between now and the last Christmas, everything's been really great. But, you know, behind closed doors and, you know, in the day-to-day life, obviously that's never the case. So I think that was a really, really great aspect to bring into it. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think it definitely finds itself in realism, as I kind of mentioned before. Um. So, so we, we, we know that the, the film is Christmassy. Would we say that the message of the film is Christmassy? Is, is the message based around Christmas or is it based around something else? Maddie, I'll go to you. Ah, um, it's a very good question. I don't think the message of the movie is about Christmas. I think the message of the movie was told by Dan Levy's character. It's, yeah. it's a coming out story without Harper coming out um, and you know she's putting Abby behind closed doors and she's saying I'll come out when I want to I'll do it after the holidays I'll do it and I think I think the message of this movie was like everyone has their own coming out story and none of it's the same and when mm. you choose to do it is when you choose to do it um, mm. but I mean objectively as a heterosexual female <laughs> I might be yeah. misunderstanding the message but from like my perspective, that's at least what I thought it was. I think that's a really good point, actually. I think that scene um, was quite climactic in the film and I think was the mm-hmm. turning point for, for everything from that point on. So, I, I, Amy, do you think that... What do you feel about the message? Like, like how Christmassy was it? Was it about Christmas? Was it about family? What was it about? I feel like um, I agree with Maddie. It, it was... I think the main message was the coming out story but I also think there was a little bit of Christmas here and there with the family side of things like the family accepting um I mean the things with all three of their daughters like I feel and what you said before like it's okay that your family is dysfunctional like it doesn't have to be perfect and I think that might have been the one I think main if we were to say a Christmas message I feel like that would be the Christmas message that you should just accept your family for who they are because mm. they're not, not everyone's normal, uh, not normal, but like you can't, yeah, you can't have um, the perfect family. There's... Loving each mm. other. Yeah. yeah. And loving it's... your family means more than anything else in the world. It was, mm. it was, yeah. it was oh, a really good use of the word acceptance there, I yeah. reckon. I yeah. Mean, I think that's, look, what do you, you know, do you agree with Amy and Maddie? Do you think that the message yeah. is around acceptance? Yeah, I agree. It's the idea of also um, bringing forth the idea of accepting your where you fit within a family dynamic as well. Like the fact that the scene at the end, you know, the house part, that everything gets crashed, and you know, I've forgotten her name, the Jane. name of the character. Yeah, where she comes, you know, she does say to her dad, you know. I have this expectation of being this person. You're not seeing this. And that was a really, like, all the sisters banding together, that was a really powerful scene. And for him, like, he's taken aback. He realizes that something's fucked. Like, he 
something's wrong and he feels like he's being attacked but after upon reflection when it comes to the next day and you know he then gets the call from the um the the candidate uh from mayor or president yep. i can't remember the exactly oh, yeah, that was my head. Good character growth yeah it showed <laughs> like the character you know however in a lot of christmas movies the redemption usually comes for the main character in this sense i think the dad goes through that redemptive arc more so than anybody else mm. because he then realizes Definitely. oh wait no i kind of you know i put this on my children with all this stress and expectation so yeah. when you know it, it and you have all of the characters they it's not just like the fact they're coming out it's coming out to their past failures as well like there are lots of characters who you know they have something to hide and at Christmas, you shouldn't have to hide anything. You should have, you know, you should be yourself. And you should be, yeah. you know, so we, we free to, to be yourself. Idea of acceptance. You know, at a time. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, cool. Nice. Um, it's, it's quite interesting that we mentioned Dan Levy's character and, um, you know, as, as potentially the guiding force in in the story. On the same token, I think we should probably also mention Obi Plaza's character. Yeah. Um because she I was feel so like good in this movie. I feel like they they act as the two counter arguments for the story, if that makes sense. So Dan, you know, as as you said there, Nanny, Dan Levy's character really um really pushes home that, you know, that coming out is is a different journey for everybody. Um but what I thought was quite interesting is that Aubrey's Plaza character Aubrey Plaza's character was the you know, it, it's like a glimpse into the future of what um, Abby's life could be mm. if Dan Levy's character didn't, you know, give her yeah, some kind not, of perspective. Yeah. Not everyone is in the same position as her. And a lot of people don't take, they don't take that sort of um, help for granted, especially, you know, if you're you're going through something and it's the same with everybody. If you don't, if you didn't have a family there to go through it with, you know, you could possibly miss a lot of the the good, not just the good things, but the bad things, but the good things. Yeah, you know. And you look, and it look like you said before, Maddie. It's hard for us, obviously, is for straight um, people talking about you know what's what's obviously a really difficult time in in a lot of people's lives. But I thought it was really interesting that we got to see that portrayed so well um, in such like a also. I- I feel like the other interesting thing was the fact that Abby had a really good experience with her coming out yeah. story, so she didn't yeah. necessarily mm. understand what a bad experience is like. Definitely, um, some movies, some movies don't have that. A lot of the time, the main character is has the bad, yeah, usually have the bad experience, not the good one. Mm. If we were characters in this movie, who would we be? It's hard. So I had two. Okay. I know what you were going to say. <laughs> so the first one I had was the tour guide lady at the start who was like... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. And, and the second the one... one <laughs> is Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course yeah, it is. Jane. Of course it is. <laughs> the loser of the... Oh, <laughs> oh, she was so beautiful. She actually... Wrote or directed the movie, either one. Yeah, That's she so had cool. a really nice painting. What a nice <laughs> she painting. Did. 
um no i thought jane was like i don't have any secrets to hide but i'm an ally i was like yes such a fun game (laughs) (laughs) oh dear yeah you're jane um Hmm. Hmm. I want to be Dan Levy. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Dan, Dan Levy. Levy. <laughs> I feel like comedic would, relief. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I am. I don't know. This is a hard film to pick characters in, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing because they're so like their own character yeah that's right i was like "Mm." i was thinking of being one of the kids we can be the the twins kind of like we'll be the twins twins. yeah the one who like brother and sister i thought they were twins brother and sister i think they're twins because at one point they they say oh i'm just gonna put the twins to bed i think yeah that's right that's right we put the pendant in um yeah that's right just because we're kind of dicks yeah exactly exactly (laughs) right um the last question I have before I throw to you, Maddie. Um, do you think this film lacked any Christmas magic? And so I, I know we've talked about Christmas magic before in the past and that there's something that kind of sparks, you know, that love of Christmas. And, you know, if we think about the movies we watched last year, there were things like, you know, um, Last Christmas where it was this, this beautiful kind of moment between the two and then you know we look at love actually and there's a lot of tying in together i think a lot about you know the even for, for god's sake i can't believe i'm saying this it's a wonderful life had that christmas twist and that magic to it that which was also in the movie we won't talk way. about it we won't talk about the war <laughs> um, you know that i i just question and I, I could be completely wrong here do you think this film had that christmas twist and if it did was it interpreted in a different way the Christmas magic in this movie was love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, no, I, I believe you. I believe you. Is it, it you know, maybe maybe there's I not an answer to it. Love is magical. Not a lot of people have love. It's true. Love for family, mm. love with another person. And I think that's, um, I think Christmas is a, a magical time, I guess you could say, for love because you're giving gifts and sharing time and spending time with the people closest to you and the ones you love and not a lot of people have that like Abby and her family and you know Harper was the only one she had yeah I guess so I I would interpret it that the magic was not from Santa or the like Christmas itself but the love that she experienced from Harper's yeah family. okay hmm is that to too sappy about. <laughs> I, no, 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 I, think it's I was gonna say like i don't think it had the traditional magic you see in a lot of movies but i think it didn't need it yeah i definitely mm. agree i think maybe magic is contextual sometimes and and sometimes having a movie that's a bit more grounded and a bit more uh realistic doesn't need that because sometimes with christmas magic it's a bit corny um, and this movie was sincere sincere enough that you didn't have to question whether or not it needed that Christmas magic. Definitely. All right, Maddie, I'm going to throw to you. How many Christmas hats out of ten? Ooh, yeah, Christmas hats. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something in the movie that I can replace with Christmas hats. <laughs> Any day now. 
<laughs> How <laughs> many Aubrey Plazas would you give this out of ten? <laughs> Luke. Um, I'm gonna give it six Aubrey Plazas out of ten. Mm, nice. Um, I did like it. There were some bits where I just tuned out. Wait, hang on. Have you put this on the same par as Batman? Yeah. Yes, he has. That's why I was like quite surprised by you two's reaction. I was like, um, hello, are we not going to be like, what the fuck, (laughs) why are you giving it that register? I was, in my mind, I could see nine and I was like, that makes sense. Wait. Let's let's let him finish. Let's let him finish. So... So, can Batman last week, I was more pointing it in the realm you mean of it yesterday. More being a <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Last week, yesterday. It's all the same thing nearly. You, you know how we need an Amy Rose counter? I think we need a counter for how many times Luke and How many weeks up. counter? Yeah. I mean, I'd be on it too, yeah. don't worry. <laughs> I think everybody's going to have that counter at nope. some point. Nope. Um, Unperfect. <laughs> but yeah, when watching Batman Returns, I found that like the score I had to give it was more related to it being a Christmas movie than a Batman movie. Um, and for this movie, it, because it was it was it wasn't it wasn't corny. It was dealt with quite serious themes and all that sort of stuff. I also really liked a lot of the the people. And it's hard sometimes with some movies you just don't like characters because they're either written badly or they're just terrible, terrible people, like Four Seasons. But with this, I found there was really no people I was actually like, you don't seem real. Like, these all seem like a pro- like what would actually could actually happen yeah. on a Christmas, you know, a Christmas holiday. Um, yeah. Cool. So. Can I ask a question then? Um, mm. What did the movie need to make it higher scoring for you? I think well, not that I'm judging. Honestly, I just want to know, like, no, 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 how no, no, could no. the movie um, have been elevated? I, there were some bits that, like, I didn't feel like all the. I knew that you know, there's a reason for them having all the parties and all that sort of stuff. But there's nothing really happened. They all just kind of stand around and talk, which in some instances is fine if you want to use that as a way to progress the plot. Then sure, but there were some times where I just kind of felt like you could cut some of this out. And I don't think it and would make it seem a little faster because sometimes it did feel a little slow. So if I was going to do something different to the movie, I probably would cut down some of those things or make it a little bit more hijinxy, but not too much. Just like add a little bit more spice, just a little bit. Okay. Add a little bit more spice. Um, Amy, how many Aubrey Plazas out of ten? So, um, I'm going to actually give it. A 10 out of 10. Hey! I think it's the first 10 for Amy. It'll work. And I actually, I mean, looking at the movies to come, I actually think it's going to be my only 10, but (laughs) but we'll see. (laughs) That's a hot take. That is a hot take. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just really like this movie. As I said before, it it might actually be my favourite Christmas movie. And I actually think I'm going to be watching it again um, this Christmas. Because, yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. We all have our staples. Josh, how many Aubrey Plaza? How many Aubrey Plazas out of ten? This was really difficult because last season the only ten that I gave was last Christmas. Mm. Um, that was last Christmas. It was last Christmas. <laughs> but to me, this film's actually better than last Christmas. 
So for me, Ooh. I'm also going to give this a 10 out of 10. I thought wow. this film was wow. perfect. That's a double 10. The, f- um, the funny thing is, I actually, I was like, Josh is going to give this a 10. I don't know yeah, why no. I knew that. But <laughs> it, you know, it, it makes sense. It's, it, I just, I was saying to Maddie, I just, you know, the, these this new trend of Christmas films based in realism that's, that's about having hard conversations and realising things. I, you know, I think that in itself is this, this beautiful kind of film device but then to also treat it with such care and respect when it comes to a coming out story and the intricacies that it can have for different people I was like this was it was fantastic and it was hilarious there were so many laugh out loud funny moments that kept me interested and pulled me back all the time so so yeah for me I'm also going to give this a 10 what about you very nice um I'm going to give it a nine. I don't think it was quite 10 for me, purely because I was so upset with Harper's character and what she was doing to Abby. But like in the end, when Dan had that speech, like, like I get it. It made sense. But also at the same time, I was like, why are you hurt? I'd be like that. Um, (laughs) So a nine for me, I reckon, but I'm, I want to see more movies like this. And we've got another Mm. LGBTQIA plus movie on this list and I'm excited. And it's, a gay movie rather than a lesbian movie. Um, so I'm excited not to compare them, but to see how the like the two take oh, on handy. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. All right. Luke, to your segment. Oh hey Alright guys. Now we're gonna do our favourite quotes. Uh, favorite quotes segment. Um, since uh, I gave Josh last name, Maddie. What was oh, your favorite quote? No problems. Um, now mine aren't as funny as the Batman one because uh, but sexual innuendos weren't as big in this movie. <laughs> but um, uh, Mary Steinberg's character, um, the mum, I thought had a really great quote, and it was, "We've been so worried about seeming perfect, but maybe we don't even know what perfect is." And I think that's really good because. I definitely it's been a theme in my family like we're not perfect like we don't have to be perfect and I'm learning that myself through personal growth so I just thought it was good and very Christmassy Christmas doesn't have to be perfect Um, that's nice Nice. Thank you. You, you want to go next, Josh? You seem like you're, you're hot off the press. Yeah, no, it's because there were so many Dan Levy quotes you could pick. Oh, but, so good. But the one, and uh, to be honest, I just changed my mind just now because I thought of another one. And Say it's both. at the it's it's at the end when he's with the um, Harper's ex boyfriend, and he's like, "Do you do you lift, bro?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's <laughs> trying out his muscles." Trying to get it, how many did you lift? He's like, "Oh yeah, a thousand <laughs> What do you do? Yeah, like a thousand. That's so funny. Very funny. Uh, I was I was actually thinking while watching it, we someone should DM him and see if we can get him onto the show. Get Dan Levy on the podcast. (laughs) Hashtag get the rock on the podcast. I'm texting right now. Oh, I just have the yeah, login massive. for the Christmas and chill Insta. Josh, we'll if be doing he, this after. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll be doing this if, later. If he this replied, be... I would die. I'd be so excited. <laughs> this would be I don't a... I think he will, um... but oh my God, imagine if we got to interview... Oh my God, happened! We can do a naughty or nice celebrity list that we can just like see how Dan many Levy is people we can nice. DM. What about you? Yes. What about... Oh no, no, no. 
No, Amy. you, you, Amy. <laughs> Me. You're trying to take over my <laughs> segment. No, I, was, I, I thought like Amy had gone. I was going to ask you, Luke, what your quote was, but I forgot Amy. <laughs> Um, Amy, what's your favourite quote? So mine is when uh, Abby's trying to go up to Harper's room and she's ended up in the closet and she's like knocked everything down and everything and then the mum comes and she goes, Abby, what are you doing in the closet? And I just <laughs> thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. What about you, Luke? Nice. Um, mine's going to be more of a... Uh, it's from the start of the movie. It's when they're taking the um the Christmas like sub suburb tour, um and the the <laughs> they're kind of like chatting, and then the 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 um the tour guide turns around to everyone and says, "Hey, fun fact, did you know the Christmas trees are responsible for an annual average of four deaths a year, fifteen injuries, and a loss of twelve million dollars?" And I'm thinking. That's a weird thing to post in a, you know, walk around you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Josh. I have a joke. Your turn. Josh, okay. ruin the podcast with one of your jokes. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I have a joke. I have a joke. I have a joke. Um, do you know at Christmas time there's no? Hang on. Let me let me start again. At Christmas time there is nothing more that I love than sitting in front of a nice warm fire. Mulled wine in hand and, and, and singing Christmas songs until I slowly fall asleep. Maybe that's why I'm no longer a fireman. <laughs> Amy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Say <But> something. <laughs> you can hear a pin drop then. <laughs> yeah. oh, I fucking hate this podcast. Did so you make that up? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Did you make it up? I'm wanting to know. No, I didn't make it up. I stole it. But I thought it was funny. <laughs> Amy, please. Amy's fun fact of the day. Okay, so, so my... <laughs> my um, fun fact of the day is... Um, in Roman times, from the 17th of December to the 23rd of December, they would celebrate um, this celebration called, now I'm going to probably butcher the name, but here we go, I'll give it a try. Um, it's Saturnalia, um, which celebrates the god of Saturn. And a lot of our traditions um, <laughs> come from that celebration. So like uh, Christmas trees, uh, like dinners, uh, gift giving. But the funny thing is, is that some call this celebration Gay Christmas because um, a lot of the time at that time during those four days or however many days it is, people would get to chillax and stuff. So like no school, no nothing. Just so Christmas then... and chill. So there'd be like cross-dressing going on. There'd be like men running around naked. There'd be like um, same-gendered sex going on and stuff like that. And I just find it funny because um, we really like think that Christmas is really religious and everything. So it's kind of funny (laughs) if you think about that fact. (laughs) I love gay Christmas. I'm all in. Let's bring it back, Let's guys. Let's bring back Gay, gay Christmas. Christmas. And if it. you want to bring back Gay Christmas, text us on... <laughs> text us. I mean, don't text us. Hit us up on Instagram, at Christmas and Chill Podcast on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. If you are listening to us, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Google Playlists, whatever it's called, 
Um, <laughs> say hello, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, drop us a like, give us some stars. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, Maddie, what are we watching tomorrow? Oh my gosh, tomorrow I am so excited because we will be watching... That's my drum roll. We'll be watching Merry Christmas, Mr. Bean, the 1992 Christmas special with Rowan Atkinson. I I love this fucking show. (laughs) So good. I'm very excited for tomorrow. Um, Also, also guys, before we leave, rest in peace to the fish in the movie. That yes. passed away. Oh my god, that was so funny. Yeah. When Rest it was like, peace. now how would I get the exact same fish that you had? I'm just wanting some for myself. I'll Google I was it. like, really? I'll Google it. <laughs> Let's get um, some Dan fish. Levy, if you're listening, please. Come Hashtag on. get Dan Levy on the podcast. Get, get on the Hashtag show. Come on. Get the you rock on the podcast. Heckle Christmas him. Heckle podcast. him, guys. We need him. We can even send you a Christmas gift basket. No. That's it. no. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, move sorry. Move sorry. away. We don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> but we will be setting up a Patreon so you can send us that's money. It, that's so it. we can give it oh. back to you in the form of a, a lovely gift basket. Sorry, sorry. Provide meats and cheeses in a handcrafted vessel. Oh, well done. <laughs> Tied it back. Great well work. done. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.